In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mercy. Mercy is a very important word for us as Christians. We hear it and we say this word all of the time. We've already even said it probably 30 times in the Divine Liturgy, even just up to this moment. And I hope that you uh, ingrain in your hearts those three words, Lord, have mercy, so that as you go through your daily life and as you go through the struggles that you have, that you can always rely on that simple phrase, Lord, have mercy. We beg and we ask for the Lord's mercy in so many different ways. And we expect it from him because we know that he is a merciful and loving God. But there's a challenge, too, with that word mercy. And we just sang it, even this morning. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So the more we ask and expect to receive mercy from God, the more we should ourselves be merciful. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And so that, there's, uh, that word mercy is something that, that God does for us, and then that we who are created in the image and likeness of God also mirror to the rest of this world. And in this morning celebration of the liturgy with the commemorations today, we have two very powerful examples of mercy that we're presented with. So mercy is the word and the theme for today. And we, I could even say for every day, mercy. Today, we celebrate the feast of St. John the Merciful. And so you might tell by his name, he's also known as St. John the Almsgiver, that he was very well known for his ability to show mercy to people. He was the patriarch of Alexandria in the beginning of the 7th century. He, he actually began his life in a very pious family. He was married. He had children. And then unfortunately, tragically, his wife and his children actually died. And after experiencing that tragedy, he went into a monastery and became a monk. And there he became well known already for the great mercy and compassion that he showed to people who had come to visit with him and talk with him. So much so that when the seat of, of Alexandria came up, he was elected to be the next patriarch of Alexandria. And as the patriarch... He became even more well-known for his generosity and even more well-known for being merciful. He uh, devoted a significant portion of the treasury of the Patriarchate of Alexandria to helping those who were poor and in need. And there was even a time where the city of Alexandria uh, was, was ransacked and that there were people that were held captive. And so uh, Patriarch John... Ran, paid the ransom for the people who had been kidnapped so that they could return. And it didn't matter who it was that came to him. He gave uh, to everyone who came and asked because that was the virtue, that was the thing that he knew he needed to do to be merciful. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And so he is a fantastic example of how to live our lives and to show mercy to those who are in need. And we see it in the gospel this morning as well. It's as if these two things were just made to go together. And I love when the church works this way. And it is just by coincidence that we have these, this commemoration in the, this gospel reading today. We have the Good Samaritan, a story that we all know very well. The people who pass by 
And finally, the Good Samaritan stops to help this man who is there, a half-dead. And he makes sure to take care of this man, and it says that he has mercy on him. And then the Lord challenges us all to go and do likewise. So with the example of St. John and the example of the Good Samaritan, how can we be merciful like them? That's the question we need to ask ourselves today. How can we show mercy just like they do? And there are three very important things that we need to do in order to be able to show mercy like St. John and show mercy like that Good Samaritan. And the first one has to do with that question that that rich man, the lawyer, asked of Christ. Who is my neighbor? The first thing that we need to do is to recognize who our neighbor actually is. Our neighbor is, are the people who live around us. Our neighbors are uh, the people who are sitting next to us right now. Our neighbors are our family members. Our neighbors are our co-workers. Our neighbors are every single person that we come in contact with every single day. No matter what they look like. No matter even what they smell like. No matter who they appear to be. Regardless of the different prejudices that we have in our hearts, the person that we run into, that we come across, that we experience every single day, that is our neighbor. And Christ made this very clear by even simply uh, making the main character in this parable a Samaritan. Because for the people that he was speaking to, Samaritan would have been a dirty word. It would have been a negative term that they would not have wanted to be associated with. But he said he was the one who was neighborly. He was the one who showed mercy upon the man, and that's the way we all need to be. So we first recognize who our neighbors are, and that is every single person that crosses our path. Even that guy who cuts us off driving is our neighbor. That is our neighbor. So the second thing, what do we do? Well, the second thing that we need to do is to actually be able to see the needs of our neighbor. Okay, It's one thing to recognize and say, okay, you're my neighbor. The next thing is to actually be able to see that they need something. I know so much of the time I've got blinders on and I'm so focused on what I'm doing that I don't see anything else that's going on around me. And I'm worried about my own needs and the own st- my own uh, help that I need, let alone what someone else might need throughout the day. And so the second thing that we need to do to really be able to show mercy is to actually be able to see the needs of others that are around us. And that means we've got to open our eyes, take our blinders off, and not focus as much just on ourselves. And of course, brothers and sisters, we are entering a time of fasting this coming week. And what better time than to condition ourselves to think of others and to stop being selfish and only thinking about our own needs, but actually looking and recognizing and discerning the needs of others. And so we do, when we do that, we are being merciful. We are being a good neighbor just as the Good Samaritan and just as St. John the merciful was as well. So we know our neighbor, we recognize their need, and the third one, and I know this perhaps at least for me is the hardest one, is helping out 
being merciful even when it's inconvenient. The Good Samaritan was on his uh, journey somewhere, and he saw this man who needed help, and he paused in his journey. He took the man, bound his wounds, poured oil and wine on them, took him to an inn, got him settled in, and said, you know what, I've, I've got to go now, but I'm going to come back, and I'll make sure to continue to take care of this. I can't tell you how inflexible I am in my schedule. If something throws me off, or if something doesn't go as expected, that's when I get angry, that's when I get frustrated, and that's when I not treat people with mercy, but am rude. What do you mean that's not being delivered this week, today? That's what we paid for. That was me this week. <laughs> Public confession. I'm rude and arrogant because I've lost control instead of being merciful to those who are around us, our neighbors. We don't understand what everyone else is going through. We are called to be merciful, to show mercy even and especially when it is inconvenient for us. Just because it derails our schedule doesn't mean that's, that we don't stop and we don't show mercy upon the people who the Lord has put around us. So we recognize our neighbor we take off our blinders and we see their needs and then we actually help them to fill their need. And now that is something that might be extraordinarily difficult. And here's something that might help you to understand how you can fill the needs of others. That word mercy in Greek is elos. We say kyrieleison, right, when we're saying, Lord, have mercy sometimes. Elos. The word that is used for oil in this passage where the Good Samaritan pours oil on the man is eleo. Very, very close. Very, very close. And the reason the man pours oil on the wound is so that it is soothed, so that it, it is able to be cleaned and healed. And so as you see the needs of others around you, you can say, how can I soothe this situation? How can I help to make calm this situation. And sometimes we honestly can't give any more money. Sometimes we honestly just don't have the ability or the gifts to take care of the, the special thing that, uh, special need that someone around us has. But you know what we can do? We can be the presence of Christ in any situation. We can soothe the wound. We can be the healing oil by just being present and allowing people to understand through us that God is merciful, and that even though this is difficult, our Lord will heal. And that's how we are merciful, like St. John the Merciful. That's how we live up to this, this uh, challenge of Christ to the lawyer to go and do likewise, is when we are merciful in this way. So brothers and sisters, may we go from here and be merciful, recognizing our neighbor, recognizing their need, and then being willing to do it, especially when it means our just being the presence of Christ in a situation. Through the prayers of our Holy Father, John the Merciful, may our Lord Jesus Christ guide us to be merciful. Amen. <laughs>